rising. I love this song. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And um, I love that I've just been guided to it this morning. Like I've just been gently reminded of what the lyrics are. And it says, when the day is over and those thoughts set in, that's when I start to wonder, where do I fit in? But then you remind me that you're holding me tight. You say the past is behind me and it will be all right. And you say to me, it will be all right. When I'm all alone and fear is all I see, sitting in the silence with these insecurities, it's then you remind me you're holding me tightly and you love me completely. You're always by my side and you say to me, it will be all right. I know you're not a God out there hiding on mountains. You come right where I'm at. Lost my way, but you found me. Like the rain in the dark on my ugliest days. You say that you'll always love me just the same. And then you remind me that you're holding me tight. You said the past is behind me and it will be all right. I hear those words over and over. It will be all right. Go to sleep, my child. It will be all right. Sleep soundly, my child. It will be all right. I'm right here, my child. It will be all right. I won't go anywhere. It will be all right. You're in the palm of my hand. It will be all right. My arms are wrapped around you. It will be all right. I take care of your loved ones. It will be all right. Your future's in my hand. It will be all right. Your past is forgiven. It will be all right. Your future is sec secure. It will be all right. I forgive you. It will be all right. I'm your friend that's as closer than a brother. It will be all right. Sleep now, for when the morning comes, my mercies will be new and it will be all right. I love it. It's so beautiful. And I pray that you find comfort in those words of knowing that it will be all right. I just have to say that in this month of protection, ooh, how does that feel just to know that it doesn't even matter what's happening, what's not happening, it will be all right because you're divinely protected. And so this morning's topic of no peace, no God, <laughs> no God, no peace. And I love the play on words because I've said this before, but within the last really within the last two years of my life, the peace that I'm finding uh, is unmatched, is unmatched. And I recognize that it's because I'm cleansing, clearing and cleaning the contamination of my mind. And the contamination of my mind has caused conflict in my life unnecessary conflict but what you don't know you don't know so if you don't know something you don't know it you can't do nothing about it 
So these days I really rise with gratitude to know, to know God and to know peace. I rise with gratitude to know better. I rise with gratitude that I have a knowingness that is connected to all that is and comes from all that is. And so this morning, as I rose and we're doing 5 a.m. and this week we're having pure silent 5 a.m.s, which means I'm not guiding them. I'm not serving anybody. I'm literally there holding space. And so everybody gets to work in their own time and in their own space. And let me tell you, it has been like the hug I've needed. It has been like the peace I require as much as it's been the noise that I've needed, it's been everything that I've needed and I'm so grateful that I continue to trust my spirit. When I'm doing business, every so often I get a business mentor. And when I get a business mentor, I sometimes struggle with how practical they are. What do I mean by that? I struggle with the amount of structure and the, mm, how can I explain this? The amount of information they expect me to give or have or supply, right? Based on somebody else's method of doing something. Somebody else's blueprint of doing something. And so I always find myself in this position like, okay, cool, I'm going to do this part, but I'm not doing that. I'm going to do this, but I am not doing that. And it makes me laugh when I have these interactions with them and I see their reactions because I recognize that they're being led by a blueprint, by how you're supposed to do business or how everybody else does business or this is what's going to make you successful. and. I always lean into, I hear you, but that's not what God's telling me. <laughs> I hear you, but mm -mm. my spirit says no. I hear you, but yeah. And without the but, I literally, because there is no but, I'm literally like, I hear you. This is what I'm going to do. I understand you, but this is what I'm hearing. I can totally relate to what you're saying, but this is what I've been told. And having that level of confidence sometimes can make me appear disobedient, can make me appear own wayish, make some of my mentors think she's never gonna be successful because she doesn't listen. She will not follow someone else's blueprint. Accurate, that was for my mum. I'm definitely not following anyone else's blueprint. And so what I'm loving about the mornings of being by myself is that I'm just listening to me, like fully listening to me, trusting what I need to do within that hour to support me, really allowing myself to have an hour with myself before I give to anyone or anything else. I love 5am, but the beauty or sometimes the, the, the obstacle in 5am for me is I'm actually serving. So when I'm super obedient, it actually means that I need to get up at four. So I still give an hour to myself before I give to anybody else. Because technically it's work. 
when I log on to 5am, it's work. So for me to be seriously obedient and to really practice what I preach, I have to be up even earlier to still get that hour in for me before I give to anybody else. And so the fact that I'm able to just sit with myself right now is just bomb. And what's bomb is I'm journaling. Now, when I'm busy, right, journaling is one of the easiest tools that I give up. I just just don't do it. I just forget about it. I just think, oh, you know what? I'm processing things out loud or I'm working things out in my head. So I don't need to write them down. Like, it's, it's cool. I've got this. And then I watch myself and I recognize that if I really go through like a testing situation or some kind of conflict, I run to my journal. So last week I experienced such gratitude, like it was bomb, bomb, diggity, bomb, bomb, that I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go to my journal because I need to go to my journal when these moments are so high as much as when they're so low. I just need to have a better relationship with my journal. And I'm grateful for my journal because my journal has given me so much content. And it was never content when I was writing it. It was just for me. But later I can actually share, like, look, I can relate to you because I was here then. And this is what I did. Oh my gosh, I was there then. This is what I did. And there's something like we learned in the month of guidance about people being able to relate to your truth. Not the facts, not the textbook stuff, your truth. And so when I look at some of my business mentors, I really go, well, I know you're teaching me because I was the same in school, but have you lived that? And this is why I challenge teachers as well, because teachers are teaching you to be a role, essentially, that they've not allowed themselves to experience. So, for instance, if you're going to uni, they're teaching you the practical stuff. They haven't necessarily lived that. I question those things. I actually question those things. Like I have said very loudly, I am not having no financial advisor that's not willing to show me their bank statements. I'm plugging some of you guys. Some of you are getting financial support. Ask to see those people's bank statements. Real talk. Honestly. Because it's one thing to read or give something from a textbook. It's another thing to live it. And there ain't no truth like living an experience. And so when I sat with myself this morning, I was just so grateful for the clarity that's coming through my journal, for the peace that's coming through just actually picking up your pen and paper and writing anyways. And it was funny because when I sat down this morning, I didn't have nothing to write. I was like, OK, cool. I'm going through my habit tracker. <laughs> Guess what I didn't do yesterday? Journal. OK, Tanya, we're going to do better today because we're working on our habits. Right. And habits create your life. So cool. We're going to journal. So I picked up my pen. I picked up my paper and I was like, just write. So I started writing. My first sentence was, I have risen. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't have nothing to write. 
but I don't stay in, I don't have nothing to write. No, I understand the tool, I understand the practice, write anyways. Don't think about it, let it flow. So I just wrote. And straight away in that moment, I recognized why some people can't journal. Because they think too much. And by thinking too much, they are protecting their emotions. Oh, somebody needs to catch it. They are protecting their self from feeling. Many people think to protect their self from feeling. Many people think to protect their self from being. And so the thinker does, 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 do, 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 get, 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 get. And y'all don't even know how that is not manifesting. I'm going to call it what it is. For those of you who are in this room and you're in Elevate, pay close attention. When people share things and I write eyes or I don't respond, pay attention. Many of us respond not only from where we're at, but from how we think. And I was playing about with the name of this room because I wanted to call it perhaps the battle is not in what you're doing, is not in how you're being, but the real battle is that you're not listening. And then I was gonna give it another name and I was gonna ask a question, is your mind contaminated? Because notice at the beginning, I said, I'm coming to such a place of peace because I am cleansing, clearing and releasing and cleaning up the contamination of my mind. Your mind is so powerful that like I genuinely cannot express this enough, that it will keep you up at night. It will create things that are not real as much as it can allow you to manifest anything you desire and come into alignment with it. The trouble is many of us don't understand our mind. And where we've thought so long out of protecting ourselves, we don't even understand that our thinking is contaminated. And so as I went to write, I was like, wow, this is why people won't write. Because they don't allow themselves to fully feel. They don't allow themselves to be. Everything has to be controlled. Everything has to be structured. And you are robbing yourself of living. And so I started to write. I have risen. Thank you, God. I am present. Thank you, God. I am here. Thank you, God. I am trusting the process of now in capital letters. I am happy now. I am open now. Thank you, God, for turning it around now. I'm living in the guidance of God and the guidance of my intuition. I'm trusting more and more and more as much as I am open to more and more and more. Thank you, God. I feel like I'm in this space of allowing things, allowing things to come in 
as much as I'm allowing things to be. I can feel, I can hear, I am connected. And I stopped. Because I was thinking about protection. And I was thinking, when we understand this word protection, we understand what we do with it. Can you hear when you protect yourself? Like, can you really hear your intuition? Can you really hear your inner guidance system? And so I thought, can you feel? When you go through bad situations or bad circumstances in life, like actually, do you actually allow yourself to feel? And then I said, are people actually connected? They protect themselves so much from so much that we don't even realize that we're no longer connected. Not only to the beauty of being connected to people, notice I said the beauty, not the pain, bro. The beauty of being connected to people. We protect ourselves so much that we're no longer even connected to our creator and the divine of all that is. Sometimes protection is dangerous because it stops you from being who you are in every facet of your being. You can't hear. You don't listen. You don't feel, and you definitely don't allow yourself to be connected. So you just make moves hoping that's the next best thing. You just do things hoping that that's the thing. You just go there hoping that's the place. But let me tell you about if you listen and if you allow yourself to be protected by the divine and if you allow yourself to feel and be connected, you don't do those things. Why? Because you go where you know that you've got to go. You step where you know you've got to step. You be where you've got to be because you understand you fully understand the process. And it's funny how many people allow themselves to process through their contaminated mind. Ah. Imagine. And so I continued writing. Father, I honestly pray that I can see me how you see me. I pray that I can be of love, stay in love and trust love. I actually think it's amazing that people can try to bring something to your table, <laughs> yet they have nothing, nothing to intentionally serve. In writing this down, actually, I'm so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I'm grateful out loud. As here and now, I fully understand the power of intention. So let me take you back to my evening last night. Last night, 
I was invited out for the evening. Now, funnily enough, I never really have evenings free. I never really have evenings available because I coach a lot in the evenings. And I have classes and it's my time with my sons and family and stuff like that. And um, if I'm not doing football runs or something else, basically my evenings are usually booked up, but I was invited out. And it was really funny because first of all, yeah, I wouldn't really expect it to be invited out on a date during the week, but it was cool. Okay, cool. I went out. So when I went out in the evening, I was at dinner. And as I sat at dinner, and it was with my friend, and they were talking, and they were talking about their life, and they were talking about, you know, just women and men, and what they were willing to enter in in terms of a relationship I don't know if my face had any kind of manners as a matter of fact it probably didn't and so when I was driving home I was really thinking and I was like are people crazy and the reason why I was asking is people are crazy because I was like nah 2021 has done some people out here like how do you expect to go out with people or invite yourself into people's life or request to be in people's life or request to take people on a date and then talk to them as if you've got nothing to give. And that's when I got it. I was like, oh my God, people actually have no intentions. Like they have no intentions from get-go, right? But if you're not awake, you'll miss it. So for another person, for example, just because somebody's asked them out on a date once, twice, three times, they think that person has got intentions because they are dating them. And so by the time that you're ready to enter into a relationship, they feel like, OK, yeah, this is great because this person has dated me. But if you listen and you feel and you allow yourself to connect, people are saying way more than they're saying. And I tell people all the time, relationships, just as much as life is, just as much as dating is, it's a game. It's a game. And it's a game of chess. People are trying to make the next best move. Yes, somebody in the audience has just said, maybe their intention was to gain energy from you. Absolutely. And this is what you've got to start to understand. When you're a giver, or you're naturally the type of person that helps people, or people can see your light. So people are attracted to that light. Sometimes it's going to be great. Other times it, they, they can zap you. And so if you don't have intentions for why you're doing stuff and they don't necessarily have intentions and yeah, their intention might be, I just want to vibe. Do you understand? I just want to vibe. But we're going into these circumstances and scenarios. Do you actually understand how we're not fully protecting ourselves? And so I realized more than ever, whoa, the power of intention. Because guess what? I'd already set my intentions before I went. I'm about the shit. So if we need to go out, if we want to party, if I want to go out to a drink, if I want to eat, I will go and do what I've got to do. But I am always listening. As much as I am always allowing myself to feel. 
These are personal choices. And what many people don't allow themselves to do is listen and feel. So then when they're in a situation, they're guided by the situation and circumstance and outside people more than they're guided by their self. Oh, these words make sense. They all make sense. They don't make sense when I first get them, but they make sense. Last week, I spoke about shifting expectations to intentions. Shifting expectations for intentions, especially when it comes to dating, many of us go in with an expectation. And as a matter of fact, it's not just dating, it's relationships, period. We have an expectation of our parents. We have an expectation of the work environment. We have an expectation of our relationship with love. We have an expectation of our relationship with life. We have expectations. But what happens when you actually set intentions? So I set an intention months ago that, you know what, the age that I'm at now like, I'm so happy to date. Why? And I'm going to date for a long time. Until I find the right person, I'm not going into situations, oh, because this was nice, that was cute, oh, he treated. No, we're feeling a date because I'm feeling to get to know you in a few seasons before I decide whether we're going to be together. I'm not just accepting anything anymore. Not that I ever really did. And I had to break it down. Even to this person in conversation, I said, it's mad to me that you can say certain things out of your mouth and they wasn't even talking about me. They was talking about who they wanted to date. And I said, it's crazy to me that these things can come out of your mouth. But yet you guys will go for a certain caliber of women. I'm sorry to blow your bubble, but that's not it. If that woman is who she says she is, you will never be a prospect because actually, what you want is loose. And so it brought me back to value and valuing self and knowing self. And how much when our value is questioned or maybe when our value is intimidated, hence insecurities, right? How often do we work on the actual value and not the circumstance? I knew very early on in dating, in relationships, that when I broke up with my first partner and it was because he just said, I don't love you anymore. That was a plug to me. That was the plug that said, yo, T, you've got to love yourself. And I'm always so grateful for that lesson. I could have stayed in. I had two kids for this guy. I was engaged to this guy. I, did, 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 did. I could have stayed in the story of it, but I never did. I came to peace quickly. I came to God quickly. I came to love quickly. I came to forgiveness quickly. I heard something last week and it said, many people are living their stories, not their life. Many people are living their stories, not their life. And when you find yourself in your stories, 
you can bet any money. You're not living your life. You're not living from intention. You're not living from a knowingness, from a listening, from a being guided, from a trusting, from an allowing space. You're not living there. And the majority of the time as to why people can't live in the unknown is because they don't trust. Is because they won't allow. Is because they won't forgive. Is because they won't intend. When you're intentional about what you want, because it comes from a place of knowing your value, right? Of course you can manifest it. And this is what I got in my journal this morning. I am grateful to move from intentions. I am so grateful to be powerful now by staying in alignment. It's the alignment that allows me to create my intentions. It's the intentions that allow me to tap into an outcome. It's the intentions that create a path, therefore manifest results. As I was writing that, it was so clear to me why I needed that conversation yesterday. Because the human thing, right, that I was about to do is be like, okay, God, like, I don't mean to be funny, but I'm out here doing the work. I'm out here keeping myself to myself. I am out here minding my business and people are popping up and I'm just vibing. That doesn't mean I'm doing anything with them as in I'm just vibing. If you message me, I message back. You know, if we want to talk, we'll talk. If we're going out, we're going out, whatever the vibe is. But I was so dead ass clear that I was not happy with some of the vibes. So the human thing for me to do was like, oh my gosh, so is this my resistance? Oh, what type of resistance is this? Am I resisting something? What am I not allowing? No, honey boo. It was a lesson. It was my arc skin that brought that lesson to me. There has been a lot of traffic coming to my phone. Guys spewing, and I say spewing what they intend for me, what they want with me, how I would look in their life, yada, yada, yada. It's real cute. Not, and I don't be afraid to say to them, this is not cute. I don't mean to be funny. Other guys are saying this. It, that doesn't do anything for me. I'm more a words, energy, action person, right? But I was asking myself, why am I attracting this, if you get what I mean? So I'm in this battle, this conversation with God. And I was like, I get it. Everybody's moving off of their intentions, whether they're aware of it or not. So if your eyes on the prize and you want the prize, you're going to do what you take to get that. You're going to do whatever that looks like within your value system to get there. And so what I recognized is, wow, if you don't know your value T, if you don't know what you're worth, you can accept any of these offers. Because some of them cute, cute, great prospects, good bag, nice job. Oh, great family man. Oh, he's a praying man. Oh, he's got God in his life. But what are your intentions? And do your intentions meet their intentions? And don't get me wrong, 
for this purpose of this conversation, I'm just talking about dating. But guys, please understand, I didn't hear this just in dating. I heard it in all of life. When you go to work today, what is your intention in stepping in that place? What is your intention in this day, period? What is your intention in your relationship? What is your intention in your relationship with self? What are your actual intentions? Because I believe when you know what your intentions are, you'll become so clear, so clear about what you're protecting and what needs protecting. And when you're able to lay those intentions down with divine and be like, is this it? Whether things go your way or not, knowing God allows you to know peace. Many of our intentions are not of God. They ain't from God. They ain't of our higher self. But fear doesn't allow us to wait, doesn't allow us to sit, doesn't allow us to listen and feel and connect. So we just do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. We barely allow ourselves to be. We barely allow ourselves to feel. We barely allow ourselves to listen. When I say I'm at this place of knowing God and knowing peace, most of my moves are silent. Why? Because your moves will make the noise if they're from God. We don't even know what he wants us to do. Because our unsurety, like not trusting, not fully allowing, invites us to share some things. And what we don't know within our contaminated thinking, the only reason we're doing that is to actually get validation. <laughs> but you don't need validation when you've got confirmation. You don't need it. But again, do you allow yourself to really listen? Do you allow yourself to really connect? Do you allow yourself to really be? Or are you so guarded that actually you're protecting yourself from the magic. You're protecting yourself from tapping in. You're protecting yourself from manifesting greatness. That's actually what you're doing. And so I went on to write, it's the intentions that create a path, therefore manifest results. It's the focus, the listening and allowing it's the trust as much as it's being so connected that you actually know. I love coaching because I listen to how many people don't know nothing. But they think they know. Think they know. 
but it's not a knowingness of self. It's not a knowingness of being in relationship with the creator. It's not a knowingness of trusting your guidance. It's a thinking that's contaminated. And so I'm always listening to the thinking. And I'm always asking questions that they can hear their thinking. So that they can have clarity. When you trust this knowingness, this knowing God, this knowing peace, you know where to go. You know what to do. You know who and how to trust. You have inner guidance as much as you have divine protection. You are not doing anything alone. Neither are you intimidated, questioning or living in fear. Wondering who you are, where you are, where you need to go, what you need to do. You just trust. You intend. You take action. You believe. And oh, honey, you succeed. You stop protecting your desire to look good. Ah, somebody better catch it. You stop protecting your desire to look good or get it right. You live by less fear and more by sight. But imagine, sight is the ability to see through your heart, to see through your mind and see through your spirit before you see through your eyes. Whew. When I wrote that in my journal this morning, I was like, oh my gosh. If you ever hear me speak, right, about illnesses or um, just manifesting, I always say we live in four bodies and the last body to ever experience anything, right, is the physical body. So, for instance, if you happen to go through an experience of cancer, something has gone on emotionally, your spirit has probably been affected by something, mentally you've thought some stuff and it creates a matter it holds on to an energy that forms what we know as cancer. You're not very forgiving. You don't let go. You complain, yada, yada, yada. It forms something that creates something that we know as cancer. But when it's actually the physical manifestation of cancer, you've missed the emotional stuff, the mental stuff, the spiritual stuff. As much as if you want to manifest the house of your dreams, your mental vibrations need to be in alignment with your emotional vibrations and your spirit needs to be in alignment before you actually manifest that house physically. And so when I wrote about sight, I was like, bingo. Sight. Imagine actually seeing, right? Before you see it with your eyes, can you imagine you've got to see it in your mind's eye? You've got to see it through your heart. You've got to see it through your spirit. But if we're protecting those things, how do you see it? If those things are super guarded, and I mean, not the protection because you've been blessed with something that you want to look after it. I mean, the type of protection where you're like, mm -mm, there is nothing going to enter here at all. And I was like, oh my gosh, 
the ability to see with your heart, to see with your spirit, to see with your mind before you see in your life, that's sight, that's faith, that's love, that's trusting, that's allowing. But how many of us live there? How many of us experience ourselves there? How many of us trust there? How many of us do? Do you? Like, do you really? Do you actually? And so I said, but imagine sight is the ability to see through your heart through your mind and your spirit before you see through your eyes. Whoa. Yet if we protect our desire to dream, if we protect our desire to feel, if we protect our desire to be or our ability to trust, listen, allow or connect, in actual fact, we protect our ability to attract. And so I understood yesterday. I understood what I'm attracting. When you're sieving and sorting and sieving and sorting and cleaning up and cleansing and clearing and releasing, you will see what you believe out in front of your eyes. The good, the bad, the ugly. But what parts do you claim? And what do you make things mean in the process? Our superpower is to manifest. Whoa. That's a word. I said, thank you. Thank you. It's clear. It's right here. So I give thanks for all that I know. I give thanks for choosing to stay in flow. I give thanks for allowing myself the power to let go. I give thanks for the ability to stay in flow. I pray that you continue to protect my mind so that it does not become contaminated by life. Thank you, Father, for protecting my mind. Thank you for the power that it has to create, to be clear, to attract and align, to manifest all that I desire in my life. May I be intentional in wherever I go and all that I do. Lord, may I truly be guided and divinely protected by you. So my steps are ordained. My life operates in a healthy way from a pure GPS. My spirit and my decisions, sorry, my decisions are spirit-led. My actions come from the heart. So I allow life to lift me up and not just tear me apart. I pray I know I am enough just as I am and others love and trust themselves just as they are. Father, I ask you to protect this. I ask you to protect this home called me. I pray you continue to guide me to whoever and wherever I need to be. I am living in the power of now. I am fully trusting the way life continues to turn around. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the experiences that were yesterday. 
that have allowed me to ask, am I resisting or am I creating resistances? No, I'm clear. Thank you. I don't know what you guys journal about. I don't know how much you allow yourselves to write. I don't know how much you allow yourselves to sit. I don't know how much you allow yourselves to be. But I dare you to really go on an intimate journey with allowing yourselves to feel. Allowing yourselves to listen more than you move. Allowing yourselves to trust more than you control. Allowing yourselves to give more than you're looking to get. Yo, these men are coming to my table wanting to get something and they ain't got nothing to give me. Nothing. Nothing. And if you don't know your value, you will take that offer. Not everything that comes your way is for you to take. Not everything that comes your way is a blessing. Some of them are lessons. Are you looking for them or are you running from them? Are you accepting them or are you avoiding them? Are you trying to talk yourself out of the season you're supposed to be in? Because you won't trust it. Are you trying to talk yourself out of the feelings that you're supposed to feel? Because you don't trust it. Are you trying to talk yourself out of hearing your contaminated thinking instead of accepting it? Yo, this is a dope season to clean up, like dope. This is a dope season to plant seeds that you actually want to grow, that you actually want to blossom, that you actually want to experience. Honestly, when you know God, you legit know peace. But when you don't know God, you don't know peace, in my opinion, because I've done it both ways, where I've been in a conscious relationship with myself. And when I talk about God, it's just guidance on demand. It really just is a relationship of listening, connecting, feeling. That's all it is. It's not this God in the sky. It's not this woo No, it, it, it's me as much as it's everybody else. It's an energy that's so much greater than me and is all outside me and all around me, around me, as much as it's within me. I say that's all it is, but oh my gosh, it's mighty. And so I pray that as the year comes to a close, that you too decide to close some chapters, the ones that don't cause you peace, the chapters of thoughts that don't surround you, the chapters of protection that just do not serve you. I told y'all, ask yourself a quality question yesterday and maybe ask it every day. 
What am I protecting? Why am I protecting it? Is this necessary? And it's going to have its pros and cons. I realize now more than ever that my peace is worth protecting. So no offer, not every offer is an offer for me. You understand? It might be a lesson, but it ain't an offer for Tanya. How many offers are you just accepting? Because you don't know your value. I've been offered a new offer in a job. And I'm like, wow, this is so dope. This is something I love to do. But that offer is going to compromise something else that I love to do. Do I go where the title sounds great and it puts me in a good position? Or do I go where my heart beats and my spirit's fired up? Many of y'all are taking prospects because you're protecting yourself from really feeling, really connected, really listening. And so you're scared to experience a life of peace that might require a lower paycheck. You're scared to experience a life of peace that may require you not being everywhere with everyone. You may have to sacrifice some things so you can know God and know peace but who's willing to do it? The work looks pretty on the outside, right? But ooh, the work's so much better on the inside. So much better. So I pray you do the work and enjoy it. I am loving this time with me. I tell you loving, I mean loving. Because I might not have even been able to fully articulate what I've received to you, but oh my gosh, I can't even comprehend what I've received. Because I'm like, ah, oh, I get it. Be so intentional about who you are, where you are, why you are. But here's the plug, you can't be if you don't know who you are. If you don't know who you are, how can you be intentional about it? You can't. And again, like I said yesterday, who we are, who we think we are, and who we would like to be, very different people, very different people. I pray you get to know them. I really do. I'm done. Any questions? Any realizations? Any clarity that you need from me? Please ask. Any awarenesses that may have popped up in this conversation for you? Please come to the stage and share. But just know. You are seriously where you need to be. 
and life is always working out for you. I promise you it is. But I just dare you to get into alignment with yourself. Grand Rising, Miss Anita, how are you? Grand Rising, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm great. I'm actually amazing. Actually, I'm great. I'm amazing. And I've had some serious realisations. Oh, tell us, tell us, tell us. Yesterday and also, well, today, your conversation and this title has just confirmed it, really. Yesterday was the first time in my work. For those who don't know, I whinge every week, every day. I hope there's no one here from my... Actually, no, I hope there's someone on here from my work. But every day, every minute, I whinge about my job people in it, wind me up, micromanaging, all these things. And I'm grateful that it pays me. And I truly am. But every day I, I hear myself moaning about my job. Um, and yesterday, for the first time, I really heard myself. And I'm like, Anita, this energy that you're giving because you're frustrated in the job or things aren't necessarily going the way you want, you're just putting that on other people. I've got a young lady that I reports to me. And yesterday was the first time I heard her feel she sounded so she sounded fed up. And I'm like, why? Well, she's normally really bubbly. Yesterday was the first time I actually heard myself and how the energy that I'm putting out is actually affecting other people. Everything I do, I always wanted I do with good intention and with positivity. But yesterday. I really felt that, Anita, look at what you're doing and you're doing this to your, you think it's all about you, but actually I really felt that energy while I was putting out and people have said it to me before, the energy putting out, and I still, I didn't get it and um, I just didn't get it. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to believe it because I went, no, everything I'm doing is all with good intention. No, I'm not putting out that energy. Um, but over the last week or so, I've had some real realisations. A lot of it is like in a piece and just being. And honestly, the just being and just accepting and acknowledging who I am, what things are, I'm just seeing and so many other things. And so yesterday, again, when I come to the stage, was, yeah, okay, I own it. I see it. I feel it. I love that so much. Do you know, because I can't explain it. Like people can say that to you and you don't hear it because ultimately I'm not happy where I am. I have a right to complain about it. That's it, bottom line. I have a right to say I'm not happy or that person did this. But we're not aware of what we're putting out. And in this conversation I had with this guy yesterday, I was like, you're proper hurt, isn't it? <laughs> he was like, no, I'm not. I've healed. And I was like, mm -mm. because you don't even know what you're bringing to a table. Honestly, for wherever you are in life, right, if you don't know what you're taking to that table, I am telling you with the utmost respect and love, you got some healing to do. You've got some conversations to have, some internal conversations to have. Because when you think about it, that's really where insecurities are birthed. That's really where lack of value, lack of trust is birthed. And so you cover that up with control. You cover that up with micromanaging. You cover that up with, oh, let me do this. Let me get that. Let me be this. That is some BS on a real level. 
And so I just listen when people speak and I'm like, out. Because real success is silent. And so Anita, what I love about what you're getting is, yes, the job isn't working for you for whatever reasons, right? But you are not adding no value to that table when you show up complaining. No, I'm not. 100%. And, and I probably moan probably every other day. There's a bitch fest. There's a moan fest and I can't stand, I can't stand gossiping. But I'm like, have I been gossiping then? Yeah, you freaking have really. Uh, it's not good. And Gossip I makes know. you sick. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Like, Gossip makes you really sick, guys. I heard that in an audio years ago. And from that day, well, I've always been a type of person where you just can't message me and gossip or call my phone and gossip. I've never been about it. But you know, sometimes some gossip is real sweet. Like, girl, did you hear? And every time I think about doing that, I'm like, gossip makes you sick. Gossip makes you sick. And I repeat it so that I do not gossip. Tell me I'll need that. Sorry, Anita, you can continue. I'm just yeah. loving this realisation for you. I'm loving the fact that we have to be so accountable for the energy we take to a room. 100%. And, and I say, you know, my intention in this room is to leave. But today I wrote it and I really feel that when I go into a room now, my approach is going to be so very different. And, you know, even if some of the energy I get back may not be what I want to hear, you know, I've gone with really good intentions, which I always thought I always did. But it's my approach is going to be very different. I feel that and I hear that now. But yeah, yesterday, um, young Ellie, God bless her. Um, yeah, it made me feel really bad. And I'm like, Anita, you are better than that. And that was the realisation. You are better than that, Anita. So... I prayed this morning before coming up on this stage, God, what can I do? God told me, put a little message in your work group, wish everyone good morning, and we're going to have a great day, looking forward to see you. It's a small something, but that's what I'm going to do, because that's what my spirit told me to do. So I love that. And honestly, when you set intentions, and my my intention today is I am inviting the presence of God into my present i am inviting the presence of god into my present and i also said i am allowing the presence of god into my present i am allowing the presence of god into my present and regardless to what i go through today i'm going to remind myself of that because it's easy to do a lot of things alone it's easy it's what we're used to doing and so I want to be so intentional about, girl, we ain't doing nothing alone. We are being intentional about asking quality questions, about waiting for confirmation, about sitting if we need to, about listening, feeling, connecting. We are being intentional about aligning those things. And the more that I practice, the easier it becomes. My sits are not always five days. Through, you know what I mean? It's, it's clear. It's right there. I ask, it is given. Like when we ask, it is seriously given. But we've got to know God to know peace. Amen. But honestly, 
and I don't want our some of our arc skin is validated by insecurities. I'm just saying to wear art skin for things so we don't feel so insecure. We're art skin for things so we don't feel like we're not that valued or valuable. We're art skin so that if we get that one thing, we will be more. And I'm like, I dare you to be more now. I dare you to see your value now, wherever you are in whatever you're doing, because if you move a job, it's not going to change because you are the energy that's going there. If you move relationship, the outcome isn't going to change because you haven't healed. You're still protecting some things. The work is never outside of us. And I've seen this too many times to know I have coached people that hate their job. When I tell you hate, hate. But they can wake up every day and turn that place into a place that they love to go. Why? Because they changed. They did the work. Hate their relationships. Relationships not working, but they change the way that they look at things and everything changes. That's the real power of alignment and the real power of manifest. It's not people have got manifestation as get, get, get. Oh, I got a new job. Oh, I got a new car. Oh, I got a man. Oh, I got the house. Child, you are manifesting every single day with your intentions. So what are your intentions as to what you will manifest today? That's where we've got to start. Exactly. I do want to manifest a man, though. Honey. I agree with everything you say. You know what I mean? You you can manifest a man by going to the mirror and liking what you see. Yeah. Do you understand? Like, really liking what you see. It's taken a long time. Sorry, I just can't agree. No, no, go. It has taken a long time for me to actually see that. I used to say it, but in all honesty, I didn't believe it. I couldn't have believed it because I wasn't really moving where I needed to move to. I couldn't, I wasn't being, and people were still seeing what I couldn't see, so I didn't believe it. You see? And that's the truth. Like, even in talking to this guy yesterday, I would always say, oh, you know... I'm like not so confident with my looks or my body, particularly at this minute. Let me tell you, I walked away from that night thinking I love myself. Like I actually love myself so much. Yeah. And I am worth so much that actually certain conversations cannot even pass my value system. I walked away with such clarity. And this is what I'm saying. Another person would go into that situation and think, man, it didn't go this way. Oh, I've attracted this again. Oh, I've done that again. Because any excuse to beat yourself up, boom, you're on that wagon. But I didn't do that. I was like, what is this? And when I really got clear about it, I was like, girl, that's why you ain't leaving intentions any place. You understand? That's why you ain't leaving self-work. You ain't, you ain't falling out of relationship with loving yourself because actually we attract what we are. What we are. But people are out here talking about the man, the job. The, no, honey, it's a you thing. But we don't get it. So sometimes God's just got to make it clear. And as much as I was like, I love myself and I love where I'm at, I knew straight away what work I needed to do. I knew straight away what healing I needed to do. I knew it. It was clear. It was right in front of my face. 
but we don't even recognize that life and relationships are mirrors. We think they're outside of us. No, honey, they're mirrors. What do you see in that mirror for you? For you. Because when we start to put those principles into practice, the game changes. It really, really does. So I love, yes, I saw somebody write that they love that you're using your voice, Anita. Me too. I always say the people that are willing to come to the stage, y'all get blessings, y'all get clarity because you could be sitting down in that audience thinking something and it sounds great and you sound like, yeah, I've got that. Oh, I've got the download. Oh, I heard that. Or now this wasn't for me. And then you come up and you open your mouth and then you're like, oh my God, that's it. That's the power of speaking out loud. Grand Rising, Susan. Last week, we heard many of your breakthroughs are in your mouth. Speak up, people. Grand Rising, Sue, how are you? Grand Rising, Tanya and everyone in the room. I'm good, thank you. I am good. I've heard you talking and I... See, I'm going to use that word, it's you, so it's me. I have... I have not a problem. <laughs> God confirmation is something that I really struggle with, Tanya. Because I obviously, you know, you want to do things in life, you want to do this and you want to do that, you pray on things, you go ahead and do, I really struggle with it. I love that. Do you know why I love it? Because first of all, for me personally, when it's from God, it comes with confirmation. That actual principle is only a principle that I've been practicing this year. I didn't know that before. Do you get what I mean? I would judge when something was for me, literally based on my feelings. Do you see what I mean? So like when I felt like I needed to do something or I felt like I wanted something and it felt so good, it felt so right, it felt in flow, it felt pure. That's what I, that's what I use to guide me. But after doing that, what you trust yourself, you trust your decisions, you, you're confident in them, you're confident in where they come from, especially when the result works out for you, right? But after a while, I felt like I ran into this momentum of doing a lot alone again, because I just do what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like I just did whatever I wanted to do. Like that was it. And so this year, as I've been more intentional with my relationship with God, like more intentional with my relationship with myself. And I heard that I was like, bingo. Because that allows me to know that it's not just Tanya wanting to do something, right? It's actually what I've been called to do. So when I say confirmation, for me personally, I might ask, right? So I might say, I do it with the themes every month, right? So. I will ask God, what's the word? And I'll, and I'll wait. And I swear to God, it's like a random word will come to my head. And I'm like, ah, is that it? And I'm like, nah, that's okay. I'm making shit up because that's what I do now because I'm waiting for confirmation, right? And then I kid you not, the next, com the next conversation I have, someone will say something called the other around that word. And then that's the confirmation. And I'll wait again. I'll be like, okay, cool. And then I'll get it again. I might see it. I might hear it. Do you get what I mean? So that's how confirmation comes. When I was planning the retreat, I kept hearing rebirth, rebirth, rebirth. But I was kind of like, is it really a rebirth? What are we going to be doing there? Um, so I was literally just like, okay, cool. I like that word, but I'll just wait. I'll see what happens. I'm going to put out the retreat anyways. 
I then got a voice note out of nowhere from one of my friends. And she said, Tanya, my mind's really been on you because I really sensed this rebirth. And I was like, I can, what? That's how you can get confirmation. Again, you won't have confirmation if you're expecting it. Do you get what I mean? As in expect that it can come from anywhere because when it's from God, it comes with confirmation. But don't expect the confirmation to look like a call, to look like a message. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And maybe that's why you're struggling, because you're not allowing. And how do I know is, again, I will go back to my feelings. But this is as well why you have to be in relationship with yourself, because the confirmation that some people seek is, um, is validation. It's actually not confirmation at all. It's if I share that this is what I want to do and 10 people go, yes, that's the confirmation. Do you understand what I'm saying, Sue? But that's not confirmation. Yeah, I just want to say, yeah, I understand what you're saying. It's looking for validation. You've thought something and then you look for validation. Yeah. It's not confirmation. Do you get what I mean? And that's why I said most things, the reason how I personally practice it is I, I keep the thing in silence. So I protect it. Do you get what I mean? I protect it until it's revealed to me that that is it. And by that time, I don't, I don't need no validation because I've already got confirmation. Do you get what I mean? And I think sometimes people are doing it in the reverse. Oh, I've been thinking X, Y, Z. What do you think? And they're not even necessarily saying those words, but that's what they're saying in their actions. And then they'll go, oh yeah, those people said yes, or that person agreed, or my mentor or coach said that, and then that's it. Another way that I get confirmation, so like, um, I was thinking of doing something business-wise. I was thinking, okay, I had a plan. I had created this plan and I didn't share it with anyone. I didn't say anything didn't even really speak it out loud. I just thought it and wrote it on a piece of paper. In my next mentor session with my coach, you know, I was just doing what we do. We were going through a conversation and she stopped and she went, I think you're missing something. I think you need to do X, Y, or Z. And I burst out laughing because, oh my God, you wouldn't believe I wrote that down earlier. I didn't say anything about it, but just in what she, when obviously when you're being coached, they're drawing things out of you. And whatever she heard, she was just like, I think you need to do. And I was like, oh, thank you, God, confirmation. So it's a trusting thing. It's, it's, a, it's a listening thing. It's a connecting thing. It's a feeling thing. Again, if we're protecting ourselves by no longer feeling, no longer listening, no longer connecting, We'll miss all of this magic, all of this beautifulness, all of these miracles that are right there. They're there, they're there, they're there. But will we tap into them? I love that question. I pray that that helps some of you guys. Um, practice it. We all hear things. I know that you do. I, I actually know that everybody does. I think that we don't trust what we hear. And yeah, sometimes because we have been living out of fear and insecurities, a lot of what we hear is from there. And actually, subconsciously, we are then going around and about in relationships, in workplaces, in environments to actually confirm more of that fear, more of that belief, more of that doubt. 
And so this is why I'm like, it's a process, clean up your thinking, get to know what you believe about yourself, what you believe about life, what you believe about things, work on shifting and changing those beliefs. And then when you start asking, you know it's coming from a better place. It's a process, guys. It really is a process. Always has been, Thank always will be. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And those words that I've written about a lot recently, trust and feeling, mm. come up again. <laughs> yeah. We've really got to get into trusting and feeling as much as thinking. Thinking is bomb. Thinking brings you clarity, but not when we're thinking ourselves into horrible situations and out of things that, you know what I mean, that are helping us grow. Because your mind, powerful. I love those questions. Any more questions from the audience? Any more realizations? Any more landings? Cece, you've been getting a lot of awareness lately. What are you hearing? Grand Rising, Miss Tina. Grand Rising, I just want to say how accurate you are today. <laughs> you guys know, my mum is a very special person. <laughs> I really love that. You know, when I heard your voice note, I was so happy. 
And I was happy because for the people in the room who were hearing you say, I didn't feel, they'd probably be like, what? But you've had relationships, you've had children, but you actually put yourself in this numb state of being as a form of protection. So if I don't feel, I can't be hurt, nothing can affect me, I can crack on, I can keep going, I can get myself together. You're not the only person that does that. Some of us think our feelings, yeah, some of us think our feelings are too much. And what I love is there's, you're the person that puts themselves in this numb place. And there's other people that are just over emotional. And so they will cry at the drop of a hat. They will shout at the drop of a hat. They will get angry at the drop of a hat. They will lash out at the drop of a hat. Why? Because they act out of protection. You feel out of protection as in you don't feel at all. They act out of protection. And what happens when you learn to just accept? And your feelings are so bomb. Some of us neglect our feelings and feelings are so bomb, bomb. They're like the indicators on the car that say, go left, go right, go up, go down, turn around. So if we don't connect with them, do you know how much we're missing out on? So much. And I think that that's sometimes the mode that we get in is um, we think we're being strong or we think that I'm coping, surviving, and it doesn't allow that connection to that pain or, or that experience, you know, so that you can feel it. So that's what I found so beautiful about um, Sunita's share yesterday, but also in what you're saying this morning, Tanya, it's how we respond to things. Cause then I just see everybody saying, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so, and it's like, why are you sorry? She's actually feeling like, this is no thing to be sorry about. This is actually something for us to get fireworks out and celebrate. She is feeling again, cause she's done the work. So yeah, I think it's just us using discernment and understanding what, what I go on really. I love it, yeah. And, with it, and it comes, it really does come from having a relationship with yourself. Really, 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 really. Because you're like, oh my God, that's bomb. That's what I mean. Some of us are scared to express our emotions. So we protect them. Scared to think out loud. So we won't ask questions. Scared to get things wrong. So we'll be silent. Scared to not look good, so we won't show up. You understand? It's like go in the fire. Stay there, get burnt if you have to. Those scars are gonna teach you something. Grand rise and see. Grand rising, everybody. Um, I've loved the conversation today. Um, I've been in and out because I was feeling his um, application with her this morning. It was amazing just to hear her um, talk. I love that she comes into these spaces. She not even comes into them, but I'll be playing her house out loud. 
and she's gaining something from it. So just to hear some of the things that she picks up, um, this morning I've kind of been listening, but I haven't, but I've heard exactly what I need to hear. It's best to it's a month of protection, and I literally feel like I've been, oh, you know, like um, smelling salt. Anyone ever yeah. smell <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've smelled smelling salt. I feel like somebody's just taken smelling salt and put them underneath my nose, and I'm like, whoa, I'm awake. Like, hello, I'm here, I'm present. I've just been woken up. Um, I really do practice this. I, I say all the time, and you've probably heard a million people come to the stage in the last couple of weeks and say, as Claudine said, closed mouths don't get fed. But I've really been practicing this and practicing it, not just in coming to stations, talking, not just in delivering my clubhouse dreams, but in having conversations that are allowing me to process, that are allowing me to find myself, understand myself, and just really grow. And yesterday I spent about, well, only two hours because the phone cut off at two hours. I spent about two hours on the phone talking to Dixie, and it was just like us having a, a, a general, general conversation, and the awareness of my levels of protection was just happening. It was like, oh, there you go, Claudine, oh, there you go, Claudine, oh, there you go, Claudine, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. But one of the things that I learned, which I want to share, because I thought, wow, I wonder how much other people this is happening to. My love language, or one of my main love languages, is words of affirmation. My Instagram being quality time. And I have this thing where anyone that speaks to me, I'm like, my cutoff game is sick. Like, if I don't want to be involved with you, that's it, I'm out the door. My cutoff game is great. Yesterday, I realized my cutoff game is my protection. I initially thought I was doing it because I was creating boundaries and I was saying, I'm not standing for this disrespect. I'm not going to tolerate this. I don't require these people in my life, but it was actually a form of protection. It is a form of protection. If I don't have to communicate with you verbally, you're not receiving my love. Because how I express love is by my words. Me telling you that I love you, me showing you that I love you, me speaking you through that. If I don't communicate with you, guess what? I've protected myself. I've guarded my heart. I've shut down that love. If I don't give you time, if you don't have access to my energy, I'm guarding my love. Quality time. And when that hit me yesterday, I was like, my God, I've got some work to do. There are some people that I have shut. I've shut out. You don't get access to me, you don't get time with me, you can't have a conversation with me. Because my love is being protected. And actually, I was protecting it from a place of hurt. I was protecting it from pain, from my negative experiences, from my my negative ideas and concepts. And now the version of me that I stand in, I'm no longer hurt. So now I'm replacing what I created as barriers and I'm putting boundaries in place, which means that there's certain conversations I've got to have. Love that. And that's the healing right there. And that's doing the work. 
it's actually doing the work. And the thing is, when you start to do the work, what needs to be healed will be revealed. And that's just it. And that's my friend. You haven't read checkers today, has you? No. You haven't read Look at you getting in, Ken. I opened my prayer book this morning and it was a prayer for alignment with God. And the first alignment of that prayer is nothing to be healed, only God to be revealed. Period. And the truth of the matter is, right? You've you you when you start to intentionally again, when you decide I intend to be my best self, I intend to work on myself, I intend to develop a better relationship with myself, you start doing the work. But what happens is the layers just start coming. Your next move reveals itself. This is the real power of intention. You <laughs> know. I should know what. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing. I, I do this thing in the morning, so I just click on the clubhouse. I don't necessarily read the room, if that makes sense. So you were talking to me now, I've just got the awareness of, oh yeah, I opened my prayer book this morning on a prayer for alignment with God and look at the title of the room. No God, no peace. No God, no peace. <laughs> you see? And alignment, that's it. That's another act of confirmation, Susan. That's how it will present swear, itself. Always on time. Always on time. Confirmation can come from anywhere at any time. One thing I wanted to share, because I, I used to do this when I first came into the rooms and I've stopped, but I've remembered, especially in this week of being by myself, what do I do? I go to my tools. I remember to use my tools. Um, and I picked my sticks this morning. And so my sticks are secure the bag. Do you more? I'm on a divine mission. I need healing and zero, infinity and totality. Now, four of those sticks have books to go with them. So only one of them doesn't have one, the level up stick, do you ma, right? Level up queen. And what I love is it doesn't matter how many times I pick sticks, every single day, if you've got sticks and books, I invite you every single day to read those sticks in alignment with where you are that day, all of your other sticks, and your books, read it. So let me just tell you guys why I love God, why I love tools, why I love messages, why I love trusting the process. So I'm gonna just read like a paragraph of one of these books, each of the books, just so you can see how the message is clear. So the healing stick, it's just gonna read you a chunk. It says, I now have the awareness that my feelings are my inner guidance. They are indicators alerting me of my current vibration and frequency. Your feelings are the same. In fact, your feelings play a major part in helping you navigate this journey called life. When you feel good, you are in alignment with your true self. When you feel low, you are further away. Using your feelings as guidance allows you to tap into your inner GPS, guidance protection system. This is where your feelings become your friend. They act as support and help you navigate your journey to heal. The I am on a divine mission says, oh, you just don't quite get it yet, do you? You think you're here on a small mission. You believe that it's a short trip, a short journey or a passing moment in time. This is a lifetime. This is a lifestyle. It then goes on to say, right, there is no future without sieving through the now. 
There is no greater gift than opening the present. Yes, I get it. <laughs> I fully understand it may not always feel like you're enjoying or experiencing your best now. However, can I invite you to the comfort and security of knowing that you do not have to figure it all out. There is something greater guiding you, something greater protecting you, something greater rooting for you. Most importantly, something greater that knows you better than you know you. Wait, hold on. I picked zero, right? Here's what it says. I love this number as it reminds us that without a deeper connection to all that is, we can feel like we have no foundation. We can feel like we are standing on nothing. Therefore, we can fall on anything. If we choose to be surrounded by nothing, we can feel empty in everything. Yet, in knowing we are connected to something greater and by allowing ourselves to connect to the greatness within, you wake up to the idea that in nothing there is everything. There is infinity and totality. It reminds me of the connection to all that is. I don't know if it needs to scream any louder, but then there's the secure the bag. It says, the idea of securing the bag is to remind is reminding you to secure yourself. It cements the idea of freedom by granting yourself permission to be truly valued and valuable. When you begin to view yourself as a whole business and brand, you begin to see yourself differently. Not only do you want lifetime customers, you also desire to be the best in the game. The game comes for free, but the hustle will cost you. By hustle, I mean, what are you willing to manage and shift for the brand and business to work effectively? How does your business benefit others and how do you gain a profit? So what I hear in all of them is, first of all, how much is significant for me and important for me to stay in this relationship with God. What's the room called? No God, no peace. What is my intention for the day? I am inviting God's presence into my present. I am allowing God's presence into my present. And it's a reminder that the mission that I'm on is a divine mission. What did I talk about today? The when I sometimes go to business mentors and all of this, I, I have to say, I hear what you're saying, but this is what God's telling me. You are who you are. And when you own all of who you are, you get to take that wherever you go. You get to put that into whatever you're doing. You get to experience that as much as sometimes I'm having conversations just to help somebody out and remind me who I am, not to take from who I am. Not to be deflated, but to stand in the knowingness that when you know God, you know peace. And in that know is clarity. It's not a, I think I could or possibly this or maybe that. It's a, it's a knowingness that brings clarity. When your intentions are clear, your actions will follow through and your thoughts will follow after that. So that's it. So guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Miss Anita and Miss Susan. I think you may have both left, but thank you very much, all of you, everybody in here for joining the conversation today. I really pray that you allow yourself to know thyself, know the highest self of self and know peace 
and know that it comes with following through on your intentions, be intentional about where you're going, what you're doing, why you're doing it, and allow your intentions to bounce back to you. Because the truth of the matter is whether we're consciously intentional or subconsciously intentional, our life is bringing back what we are intending, what we are thinking. So ask yourself, what are you thinking? What are you intending? And how is that working out for you? Any final words from anybody on the stage and for Sunita and everybody else in the room, allow yourselves to feel. Honestly, it's bomb, bomb, diggity bomb. Tina, any last words? No, Miss Sunita, any last? Everything is accurate and I love it, thank you. It's accurate. (laughs) Miss Sunita? Sorry, I couldn't get on there, but you know, I couldn't unmute. It's been a great clubhouse. Thank you so much for sharing. You're very welcome, honey. And thank you for sharing that you can finally feel. (laughs) Oh, I picked up one of my sticks. It's broken, it? No. Don't talk to me about broken sticks. (laughs) Don't worry, new ones are coming. Yes, Anita. Yeah, I was going to say, it's been a great clubhouse. And do you know what? This is, the, this is the loudest voice I've heard Sunita in forever. She sounds so different, and I love it. But this has been a great clubhouse. It's the clarity yes. in her, isn't it? The clarity. Honestly. Honestly, Gary, you are welcome. It's a great accountability partner that works a lot in clarity. She had a great accountability partner last month. The joys of having great accountability partners, it brings out parts of you that you just wouldn't allow yourself to experience. This is why we have a, accountability partners in Elevate so that we can see parts of ourselves that Wow, we just don't allow ourselves to tap into. And honestly, watching it unfold as the months go on, it's dope. As much as you will have some accountability partners where you'll see the other side of you and you're like, "Mm -mm, let me fix that quick. So yeah, it's beautiful. Cece, any final words? Yes, my final words are, don't just sit in the room. Um, Really utilise it. He has done a really, really amazing job of uploading up to date as well guys all of our podcasts go back go back and pick up what you need go back and re-listen um i re-listened yesterday to what was it yesterday tanya let it marinate that was good girl wow it was amazing (laughs) and something sat in me all over again so go back don't just sit here go back do the work I love that. Um, Sue, are you still there? Any final words? I know you might have gone, you're probably busy. Yeah, I think she's gone. So, oh, she's there. Hi, Tanya. Sorry, I am here. I'm just driving. Um, Yeah, thank you so much. I've just gained so much clarity and all I keep hearing is closed mouth, don't get fed. Um, And yeah, I'm just so grateful that I am actually using my mouth now and yeah, just learning and doing the work as best as I can. Love that, yes. I love how everyone's really running with this principle. I really, really like it. So good. 
Honestly, isn't there a podcast called Closed Mouths Do Not Get Fed? There might be, I'm sure there is. I'm going to go have a look for that one today. Yeah, I think I there like is it. one. Don't know what it's got. But yeah, I love that Cece said that the podcasts are up to date and I'm literally going to upload this now with two more from last week and we will be up to date. Um, go back if you're enjoying this conversation, as if, if this is the first one you've come across and something hit you, look for a title, listen. I listened to Let It Marinate yesterday and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful because it talks about boredom. It talks about being busy and movement and the things that you can make up. <laughs> and I needed that for myself. <laughs> and you know, sometimes I just pick one at random or I believe it's random and it is so what I need. It's like, ah, oh. and especially when you've got time. When you've got the time to go back, and not just, you know, just in the mornings, a lot of us are on route to work, driving, getting ready, doing the school run. You know, we are busy. When you've got the time to sit and listen, and not just listen, but take notes. You know, he has a principle. Take notes, be notes, share notes. Ooh, I've learned so much from just going back and re-listening to podcasts that I'm able to then turn it out in another way. I love that. I love that. And that's it. Make what you got to do your own. And um, if you reshare stuff and, and you have to, then you could just quote me. That's great. Um, but yeah, honestly, do what you got to do. Literally. Yes, I asked if everyone could just share a podcast a day with a friend. If you are in a position to do so, I would love that. It's a cup of tea, hashtag C-U-P-P-A-T-E-E. Um, yeah, and just trust that whoever you share whatever with, that they need it, they require it, and they will be blessed when they receive it. Again, set intentions for all you are and all you do. And I'm telling you, magic will bounce back to you. Sometimes it costs nothing to... Just plant a seed by sharing someone else's content, by sharing a video. Um, yeah, just something that's vibe with you. I'm going to pick a stick and a king card to close the room. The queen. <laughs> look at this. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even look. I'm just about to read it. After this conversation today, dear queen, divine intervention is helping you progress. Don't you dare deny access. What? <laughs> what? I haven't even seen that stick in years. Oh my gosh. And the king card says, dear king, invest in your future that's handling your business. So I pray we all go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And may we all have the most amazing day. I pray you know peace. I pray you know God. I pray you know yourself. Be great, guys. Mm -hmm.